Second Chronicles chapter 35 Then Josiah celebrated the Passover to the Lord in Jerusalem, and the Passover lamb was slaughtered on the fourteenth day of the first month. He appointed the priests to their duties and encouraged them in the service of the house of the Lord. To the Levites, who taught all Israel and were holy to the Lord, Josiah said, Put the holy ark in the temple built by Solomon, son of King David of Israel. It is not to be carried around on your shoulders. Now serve the Lord your God and his people Israel. Prepare yourselves by families in your divisions, according to the instructions written by David, king of Israel, and Solomon his son. Moreover, stand in the holy place by the divisions of the families of your kinsmen, the lay people, and by the divisions of the families of the Levites. Slaughter the Passover lambs, consecrate yourselves, and make preparations for your fellow countrymen to carry out the word of the Lord given by Moses. From his own flocks and herds, Josiah contributed 30,000 lambs and goats, plus 3,000 bulls for the Passover offerings for all the people who were present. His officials also contributed willingly to the people and priests and Levites, Hilkiah, Zechariah, and Jael, the administrators of the house of God, gave the priests 2,600 Passover offerings and 300 bulls. Additionally, Conaniah and his brothers Shemiah and Nethanel, as well as Heshabiah, Jael, and Josabad, officers of the Levites, donated to the Levites 5,000 Passover offerings and 500 bulls. So the service was prepared. The priests stood in their places and the Levites in their divisions, according to the king's command. And they slaughtered the Passover lambs, while the priests sprinkled the blood handed to them, and the Levites skinned the animals. They set aside the burnt offerings to be given to the divisions of the families of the people to offer to the Lord, as is written in the book of Moses, and they did the same with the bulls. They roasted the Passover animals on the fire according to the regulation, and they boiled the other holy offerings in pots, kettles, and bowls, and quickly brought them to all the people. Afterward, they made preparations for themselves and for the priests, since the priests, the descendants of Aaron, were offering up burnt offerings and fat until nightfall. So the Levites made preparations for themselves and for the priests, the descendants of Aaron. The singers, the descendants of Asaph, were at their stations according to the command of David, Asaph, Heman, and Jedithan, the king's seer. And the gatekeepers at each gate did not need to leave their position because their fellow Levites made preparations for them. So on that day the entire service of the Lord was carried out for celebrating the Passover and offering burnt offerings on the altar of the Lord, according to the command of King Josiah. The Israelites who were present also observed the Passover at that time, as well as the Feast of Unleavened Bread for seven days. No such Passover had been observed in Israel since the days of Samuel the prophet. None of the kings of Israel ever observed a Passover like the one that Josiah observed, with the priests, the Levites, all Judah, the Israelites who were present, and the people of Jerusalem. In the eighteenth year of Josiah's reign, this Passover was observed. After all this, when Josiah had set the temple in order, Necho, king of Egypt, marched up to fight at Karshemesh by the Euphrates, and Josiah went out to confront him. But Necho sent messengers to him, saying, What is the issue between you and me, O king of Judah? I have not come against you today, but I am fighting another dynasty. God told me to hurry, so stop opposing God, who is with me, or he will destroy you. Josiah, however, did not turn away from him. Instead, in order to engage him in battle, he disguised himself. 
He did not listen to Nico's words from the mouth of God, but went to fight him on the plain of Megiddo. There the archers shot King Josiah, who said to his servants, Take me away, for I am badly wounded. So his servants took him out of his chariot, put him in a second chariot, and brought him to Jerusalem, where he died. And Josiah was buried in the tomb of his fathers, and all Judah and Jerusalem mourned for him. Then Jeremiah lamented over Josiah, and to this day all the choirs of men and women sing laments over Josiah. They establish them as a statute for Israel, and indeed they are written in the book of laments. As for the rest of the acts of Josiah, along with his deeds of loving devotion according to what is written in the law of the Lord, his acts from beginning to end, they are indeed written in the book of the kings of Israel and Judah. Chapter 36 Then the people of the land took Jehoahaz, son of Josiah, and made him king in Jerusalem, in place of his father. Jehoahaz was twenty-three years old when he became king, and he reigned in Jerusalem three months. And the king of Egypt dethroned him in Jerusalem, and imposed on Judah a levy of a hundred talents of silver and a talent of gold. Then Necho, king of Egypt, made Eliakim brother of Jehoahaz king over Judah and Jerusalem and he changed Eliakim's name to Jehoiakim. But Necho took Eliakim's brother, Jehoahaz, and carried him off to Egypt. Jehoiakim was twenty-five years old when he became king, and he reigned in Jerusalem eleven years, and he did evil in the sight of the Lord his God. Then Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, came up against Jehoiakim and bound him with bronze shackles to take him to Babylon. Nebuchadnezzar also took to Babylon some of the articles from the house of the Lord, and he put them in his temple in Babylon. As for the rest of the acts of Jehoiakim, the abominations he committed, and all that was found against him, they are indeed written in the book of the kings of Israel and Judah. And his son Jehoiachin reigned in his place. Jehoiachin was eighteen years old when he became king, and he reigned in Jerusalem three months and ten days, and he did evil in the sight of the Lord. In the spring, King Nebuchadnezzar summoned Jehoiachin and brought him to Babylon, along with the articles of value from the house of the Lord. And he made Jehoiachin's relative Zedekiah king over Judah and Jerusalem. Zedekiah was twenty-one years old when he became king, and he reigned in Jerusalem eleven years. And he did evil in the sight of the Lord his God, and did not humble himself before Jeremiah the prophet, who spoke for the Lord. He also rebelled against King Nebuchadnezzar, who had made him swear by God. But Zedekiah stiffened his neck and hardened his heart against turning to the Lord, the God of Israel. Furthermore, all the leaders of the priests and the people multiplied their unfaithful deeds, following all the abominations of the nations, and they defiled the house of the Lord, which he had consecrated in Jerusalem. Again and again the Lord, the God of their fathers, sent word to his people through his messengers, because he had compassion on them and on his dwelling place. But they mocked the messengers of God, despising his words and scoffing at his prophets, until the wrath of the Lord against his people was stirred up beyond remedy. So he brought up against them the king of the Chaldeans, who put their young men to the sword in the sanctuary, sparing neither young men nor young women, neither elderly nor infirm. God gave them all into the hand of Nebuchadnezzar, who carried off everything to Babylon, all the articles of the house of God, both large and small, and the treasures of the house of the Lord and of the king and his officials. Then the Chaldeans set fire to the house of God and broke down the wall of Jerusalem. 
They burned down all the palaces and destroyed every article of value. Those who escaped the sword were carried by Nebuchadnezzar into exile in Babylon, and they became servants to him and his sons until the king of Persia came to power. So the land enjoyed its Sabbath rest all the days of the desolation until seventy years were completed, in fulfillment of the word of the Lord through Jeremiah. In the first year of Cyrus, king of Persia, to fulfill the word of the Lord spoken through Jeremiah, the Lord stirred the spirit of Cyrus, king of Persia, to send a proclamation throughout his kingdom and to put it in writing as follows. This is what Cyrus, king of Persia, says, The Lord, the God of heaven, who has given me all the kingdoms of the earth, has appointed me to build a house for him at Jerusalem in Judah. Whoever among you belongs to his people, may the Lord his God be with him, and may he go up. 